Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. My name is Jennifer Dixon, and today I am joined by Merritt Maloof Plum from the Energy Center as we discuss the Niyamas, the first Niyama, which is Saucha or Purity. So before we jump in, make sure you hit subscribe to this podcast, relax, and have a little fun exploring the philosophy of the second limb of yoga, the Niyamas. Thanks, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sacred Spaces. My name is Jennifer Dixon, and... I am Merritt Maloof Plum. And we're so excited to have you today as we continue to dive into the Actually, we've moved into the second limb of Ashtanga Yoga, the yeah. Niyamas. Yeah, last week we finished up the with a summary of the Yamas. There were five of those, and this week we're going to start to dive into the Niyamas. So there's five of them. Yeah, and the, and the Yamas were more like self-restraint type things, um, things you want to avoid doing. And the Niyamas are more things you want to cultivate. Oh, I like that. And way. things you want to expand. So that's kind of how I was thinking about. I, I like it put that way too, honest. like lessen and, gr- and grow. Yes. Which is yes. which is interesting from an English standpoint, because if you hear me, you automatically think no or less. I do. Like in is like no, no with my kids, but the niyamas are the things you want to cultivate and grow, right. which I think is a beautiful way to talk about the first niyama, saucha. 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 I may be butchering it. Saucha. Nope, that's, that's how I heard it pronounced. Good, good. Saucha, which means purity. purity. And so what did you learn this week while you were diving into purity? What is, what is purity to you? So I think it's very um, subjective. I think it's different for everyone. I, I was thinking about how it's purity inside and outside. So bathing to be pure, but where it's different for other people is I like to use all natural, I like to use oils on my skin, and other people may use a chemical soap. So it just depends on what purifies you. Mm-hmm. And that's different from, from everyone. And on the, on the inside, mostly my thoughts. I feel like it all ties back to thoughts and energy. And so if my brain's scattered, my office is going to look like it exploded. My brain must always be scattered. Mine too. <laughs> but have you ever noticed that when you like clean up your room or clean up your space, what a like pure feeling you get, like your energy flows better, you know where things are? Well, in my bedroom, yes, but with my office, no, because generally that means that I don't know where everything is because right now my chaos equals that pile is this, this pile is this. I'm not good at organizing. I like right. I would need and a I'm professional not either, organizer. But I guess my point is when my mind is more pure and not as cluttered and chaotic, mm-hmm. I find it easier to just kind of want a clear space. Interesting. Like you can see it with this table a lot. This is kind of the medicine table. Sometimes there will be a lot of things on it. And sometimes it will be completely a palette, you know, because I build medicine grids mm-hmm, on this table. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it's not a moon or I'm not doing grids, you'll see books on it, cups on it, you know, from living. And then I clean it up and it's pure again. Interesting. So it's, you know, same thing with my fires. 
you know, if I like starting with newspapers or, you know, I'm putting like some cardboard in there or something, I, it burns that stuff to purity. So fire is representative to me about how I purify my thoughts because I meditate a lot with fire. Yeah, you know. no. No, and fire is also a great one to think about because that's how you purify gold. Mm -hmm. That's how you, you, you get the hotter it gets, the hotter that the metal gets, the, the more impurities come out. And that's what the purity meant to me. It's getting that internal fire, that agni that happens mm -hmm. with a practice. When you build your internal heat, in yoga it's called Agni, and there's some really cool stories about the deity that is Agni that we'll have to dive into one day. But the whole point of those physical postures is to help bring about purity and healing in your body, whether yes. it's you know digestive issues, mm -hmm. joint issues, all of those things. The purity aspect comes with a good internal hot factor. I, I hate saying hot yoga because you don't have to practice hot yoga. No, but we have it's heat that, that in our heat. body that, exactly. that purifies and it pushes energy through the meridians and chakras and yeah. yeah. And that's one of those things where and I'm not I haven't reached that age where I'm perpetually hot and part of me is kind of excited about that age because I'm look at me I'm in a jacket but I'm always cold but that's one of those things that's perplexing to me when I watch other people that are perpetually hot. Like my husband's just hot sitting there mm -hmm. and turn the air on, turn the air out. And then I'm freezing during my practice or whatever. And I can't get my Agni going, but everybody's internal temperatures are different, I guess. Mm -hmm. You want to get that sweat on in my opinion. Yeah. And I kind of did, did a meditation this morning about the Lotus Blossom. Not anything real formal, but you know, that the Lotus grows more pure from the mud oh yeah and the deeper the and the muddier it is the more beautiful the lotus blossom is and you know the lotus blossom is such a huge symbol for yoga because you know the chakras are images of the lotuses and you know it's about reaching purity through the through the, the muck and the mud and, and the, that's what yoga is all about for sure and the other beautiful thing about the lotus is that it actually helps to clean up the crap. Exactly. You know, it's growing up and it's making this beautiful... As it evolves. Yeah. It clears up the crap around it. Yes. Which you could take to a deeper level with each of us. Like, mm -hmm. as w our practice deepens in whatever way it means, like, we're growing up and we're becoming these beautiful flowers. But inevitably, everything around us cleans up. Yes. And that's, that was a neat thought because... It, it, I know we talk about, I feel like we talk about diet a lot, but as you get deeper and deeper into your practice, you're going to start recognizing what foods do you yes. well and what foods do, do you harm or what, you know, maybe I don't need to stay up later to watch that show. I'm going to go to bed so I'll have a better practice yes. or, yes. you know, like maybe those thoughts in my head, they're, that's not a good thought. I shouldn't let that thought continue to go so all of these things happen well and I like kind of her reference in the book about not judging what's pure and what's not mm. pure especially That's in others point. because yep. you know we may look at something someone else is doing and come from a judgmental place and that projection is impure yep and so like you don't even um, you don't even compare or judge what may be mud for someone else and maybe you know, all the way to purity for someone else. You're just in alignment 
with the divine mm-hmm. and you're moving from that place. Yep. It's not so, and you're only loving towards others. Always, always being acting love. And so Merritt brought up a book. I should make sure that I give it a shout out. We have been studying through the Yamas and the Niyamas by Deborah Adele. It's a really great book. We, I've tried to put links in the comments down below. Hey, make sure you subscribe. It's like down yes. there. So go ahead and hit subscribe. So we've been reading reading through this book, and that's in one of the stories she talks about is exactly what Merritt was just talking about with this, what's going on right here with me is not what's going on right there with her, and right. who am I to, to judge her pond? Yeah, you just, you just lovingly, you just love each other on the path. Yep. And, you know, if, if, anyone is going to grow from your teachings it's going to be because you're leading by example Mm. and it inspires them and things we say also can inspire people and we can certainly teach the harmony that we've learned within ourselves in the hopes that that will inspire someone else but as far as like calling someone out you know that wouldn't be truth and love would it that's that whole that's not the non-violent if you call somebody out then remember our very first thing is to act with ahimsa and so it all builds back on all of these all of these are steps of building back on each other well and i i think all the niyamas i've kind of been looking at them as a whole and all of them are about yoga is about the whole practice is about you know the practice gets you in alignment with your core essence with your divine nature and you move through that and then you're drawn to the pure thing just like Manju says you know I don't care how they get to the mat yeah just get them to the mat yeah and then everything else begins to as you practice be it yoga or whatever practice you may uh, do a lot of meditation that practice is going to move you into alignment with these principles and guidelines and it's just how we live from our divine nature mm-hmm. yeah. everything else is stuff we've learned that have kind of taken us away from that yep so we go to yoga and we get our mat to come back to that place and imagine the world if we were all able to come back to that i do every day it's it's a that's the the john lennon song so one of the things that she quoted and i don't know if you caught this down at the towards the end of the Saucha chapter, she mentioned in, in really small, it was like a, a footnote, if you will. She talked about studying a part of the New Testament in Aramaic and the Lord's Prayer in, in particular. And she quoted this one literal translation in the Aramaic of the Lord's Prayer, and I won't go into that, is loose the cords of mistakes binding us. As we release the strands, we hold of others' guilts. Mm. That one got me big time. Read that again. This is part of the Lord's Prayer as translated from the Aramaic. And it says, Loose the cords of mistakes binding us. As we release the strands, we hold of others' guilts. Wow. Breathe that in. That's really beautiful. And could probably explore that in great depth. I would like, I need to go back and look at that. Yeah. Does she do the whole thing? Nope, no, that's just one line. And that's actually what I was going to do on my own uh, when I had more times is to try to get the whole Lord's Prayer from the Aramaic, the, the translation, because how many of us hold on to 
oh, oh my God, I was such an idiot. I can't believe I did that. Or, you know, had I not said this, that, or the other, my life would be so different. And the fact of the matter is you did that. And that's what, that's the beautiful reason why you are. And you have to let that go. That's the mud. That's the mud that's making you No mud, no lotus. That's right. That's right. And then the other thing about like the strands of what other people have done to you, like talk about a stomach punch, man, for that how do you get rid of bitterness and anger and you know the the what's the word I'm looking for the victim mentality like cut that vine cut that crap man and just see how beautiful you can grow from there when you release all those binds that are holding us right it was, because it was, when um, you release someone else you're you're free exactly so what is purity to you Yes, we would love to hear. Go ahead and drop us a comment down below. Today's topic was saucha and purity, and it is it is talking about cleanliness. It is talking about you know don't don't try try not to stink. You know simplicity. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're clean. It's almost ritualistic. Um, you know, cleaning and you know decluttering so that you're in a space of more pure awareness oh beautiful yeah. beautiful thank you so um, much for watching today i know this episode was a little bit short but purity kind of that was a deep quote we yeah, gotta we gotta think we, about it i think we hit them all hit it all was the pretty points. pure in the way that we came across with that <laughs> if you have any questions or would like any further discussion give us a comment we we love dialogue we might even answer some questions on the show yeah yeah we'd love to so make sure you hit subscribe to this sacred spaces a part of the thrive yoga and wellness podcast which is available on all of the major platforms including youtube thanks for watching you guys can't wait to see you again soon bye-bye there you have it folks what'd you think about Purity. Did it make you think about Salcha in a slightly different way after hearing our conversation? I hope that at the very least it solidified what you already felt and maybe helped you to reconnect with some of your deeper thoughts. I hope to see you again next week in our next episode. Until then, stay healthy. And if you feel led, we do accept donations, love offerings at paypal.me forward slash thrive yoga. Thank you so much for listening and for your support. And we can't wait to see you next week.